listen to the podcast, Life and Advice from Inside CBS. It's your source of business and accounting news, leadership advice, and actionable takeaways that you can implement in your own life and business. Our guest is CPA and Senior Accountant, Nate Guast. He will be sharing insights on forecasting. Now, here's our host and Director of Business Advisory Services at CDS, Bill Fenske. Hello, and welcome to the CDS Podcast. I'm Bill Fenske, your host, and we have with us today, Nate Quast. Our topic today is on forecasting. And so, Nate, tell us about what is forecasting and, you know, why is it important? What What's the value to uh, our clients and businesses? Yeah, so forecasting is um, a very essential tool. Uh, it's basically the process of calculating projections based off of current and historical data to help um, really predict where your company's performance is heading and to make sure that it's aligning with their key performance indicators. It's important that when you're measuring these, that in the future that you're either going towards your key performance indicators or your goals, or if you're off topic, that you can change and go towards them. So we get in the these key performance indicators in a second, but isn't that what budgeting is? I mean, are, are, are budgeting and forecasting the same thing, or are they different? And if they are different, what what is the difference? Yeah, people get kind of confused between budgeting and forecasting. Budgeting is a process that is developed from more of a bottom-up, versus forecasting is developed from a top-down. Um, what this means is that forecasting projection financial results is based more on company goals and targets, and starts from the existing financial statements, whereas budgeting starts more at a lower level, such as the revenue and expense categories, and rolls up into the departments and up into the entity. Budgeting can be very cumbersome and very time-intensive process, whereas forecasting um, is a little less time-intensive and uh, can be much more um, uh, updated more rapidly. So, you know, I, I, I have you know, done budgets in the past, too, and the labor intensity is significant. I mean, it's, you know, larger companies, hundreds and hundreds of hours, and not just of finance, but of all this, uh, all the finance staff and the leaders. And, um, you know, the one thing I had found was the, you know, you kind of work and you get this budget and you kind of get it ready for the beginning of the year. And lo and behold, the beginning of the year, it's already out of date. It's not even overly relevant because so many things have happened to it. And so is that, you know, one of the reasons why uh, forecasting is much is becoming much more popular in terms of, you know, the frequency of how often you're able to do forecasts? Yeah, absolutely. And with forecasting and just how even this current past few years have gone, you have to be able to change with the times um, on a lot of external um, factors in your in your industry and in your business. So forecasting allows you to just be a little bit more adaptive in a quicker manner. So you you'd say maybe another couple terms of uh, uh, much more nimble and much more time timely that it's you can be you know, just reacting to the changes that occur much faster. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. So you me- you mentioned a, a couple minutes ago about uh, key performance indicators or, uh, you know, what they're uh, often called or KPIs. Of, what are these KPIs? What are these key performance indicators that you were referencing? Yeah, so key performance indicators are, you know, critical financial targets that the company sets as part of their strategic planning. They're not all the same in between each businesses and they 
they can change throughout um, the year in the course of the business itself. But it's a way for these companies to understand and um, achieve their goals, um, whether that be you know an operating target or more financial target like an income statement or balance sheet, whether it's to um, look at working capital requirements or the debt structure of their company. So that that gets into is more than just trying to project uh, a net income bottom line. Uh, there's a lot of balance sheet management that goes into the process as well. Is that accurate? Yeah, and you know each company has their vision and missions, and um, those key performance indicators help um, achieve the strategic goals to help their mission. So I would imagine that a company that uh, may be highly leveraged. Uh, maybe doesn't have a lot of cash, so their balance sheet is uh, not quite where they want it to be. This could be a valuable tool for them to help have a dis- disciplined approach to how do we strengthen our balance sheet, yet you know, using the income statement, using the operation to help do that. Would that be an accurate assessment? Absolutely. Um, and it's like I said, it's unique to each company, but it's very true with you know, if a company is more highly leveraged or, you know, can they utilize cash or is it smarter to take out, you know, a loan? Um, those are the different types of things that we can help analyze with uh, forecasting and which which is the better option for you. Well, my head's kind of racing right now, so I'm going to get to the next question. Hopefully you'll uh, be able to answer mm-hmm. some of my questions that I have in my own head about this. So what what companies or businesses really benefit from forecasting? So, I mean, all businesses really would benefit from forecasting. Um, We have had kind of a focus on, you know, companies that uh, need to implement a growth strategy, whether that's, you know, to increase market share or a company that's expanding or growing, whether that's through a merger or acquisition. Um, If there's, you know, any major transitions or potential, let's say, a, a sale of a business, whether external or internal, um, or even for companies that don't really do monthly financial statements or maybe just do an annual financial statement and just kind of look at it more retrospective than prospective. Um, but, yeah, in general, most companies would benefit from forecasting. So you you, you kind of got into um, where my head was going about um, so a company is looking at buying another company. Um, it, it, it's going to have, m- you know, multiple types of impact. And, you know, it's easy to think about uh, the impact on, well, if that company is making a, a 20% bottom line and we're making a 20% bottom line, well, we should be together as a combined unit. We should still be at that 20% bottom line. But there, there's more to that, though, isn't there, in the sense of, well, we're going to have to pay some money for that company, and whatever we pay for it, that's going to hit our balance sheet, isn't it, either in cash or debt or whatever else? Yeah, there's definitely different types of you know mergers or acquisitions and stuff. But you want to take a look at it as, as a whole, um, but it affects you know, how you plan to finance for the acquisition. Is it going to be a seamless transition where you just acquire them or is it something where you have to merge? Um, Is it in different locations, different products? Um, But those are things in the forecast that we can kind of take into account and create 
kind of future hypotheticals based on, you know, whether we think this acquisition or merger is a, a, a good fit or not. Good. So uh, that that raises another question of back to these KPIs. So let's um, let's assume that um, we have a company that we're going to have a acquisition that's going to take a a bunch of cash, and then we're we're a highly uh, receivable based company, meaning our receivables are a big part of our uh, operation. That we sell everything on account and so forth and so on. Uh, how does you, can you utilize forecasting to try to find improvements? Let's say we want to uh, reduce our receivables by you know twenty percent. You know. The, can we use forecasting to help model what all that might look like? Yeah. So, you know, and you can approach it different ways too. Um, we could look at a way starting from our balance sheet. Um, you know, we would have lowered receivables, but how do we get there? Well, you know, we can focus in on um, collections or creating different uh, terms for our customers, maybe um, incentivizing things such as like a 2% discount if you pay within 10 days. Um, but different ways to kind of speed up your um, collections on receivables and overall help you with your overall operating cycle. Um, if you are a company that is in more of a cash situation that's a little bit more tight, you know, receivables is a big thing because you want to have cash on yep. hand. And I would imagine that would apply if you were an inventory type business. Absolutely. Or, yep. So, mm-hmm. so Nate, you've been, you've been working on several clients uh, on forecasting. Can you uh, explain the process that you go through with the client and maybe some examples of different types of data that you are uh, that you utilize in the forecasting process? Yeah, so I'm um, dealing with a few uh, different customers and clients. Kind of the first steps of the process is initially meeting with them, gaining an understanding of you know what the company is looking for, uh, what their KPIs or what their strategic goals are, gathering historical um, data, uh, inquiring of the company of you know industry trends, um, any. Uh, input or assumptions uh, to first kind of gain the knowledge of of the company. And then from there, we will update kind of our uh, projection model and we'll bring it back to the client and discuss, you know, hey, based off of, um, you know, where you're at, your strategic goals, these assumptions, this is kind of where we're at and does that make sense? And, you know, there's some give and take to it. Um, it's kind of a evolving projection um, but the idea is to get to a point where you're you're in the area that makes um, the most sense based off of you know historical trends industry uh, information and we'll also you know take a look at your industry specifically and benchmark it and see where you stand up against you know other businesses in your industry so two-part question um, gets to frequency and then how far out do we look so how how often what what's the frequency of our forecasting uh do we do this just once a year do we do it quarterly Uh, how often do you update your forecast so for what we recommend is is to focus on that quarterly um, time frame, you know, it may be a burden on certain companies, but I think it's important to be on top of it throughout the year because you don't want to get to the end of the year and realize that you're way off on your 
um, targets and your goals. Um, and in terms of how far we want to look out, um, obviously the further you get out on your projections, potentially the less accurate it would be. Right. But yep. yeah, you'd, you'd want to look anywhere from a year and a half to three years. Okay, so and and so that differs from budgeting in the sense of budgeting, you pretty much just do an annual. Yes. And forecasting, we're updating it quarterly. Is that all due to we want to one be timely with it to incorporate recent changes, and it's just less burdensome to to prepare a forecast versus a budget. Right. Yep. Well, like I like when we talked with the budget. You're going by each department and looking at each expense line and where can we cut costs here, yeah. how much revenue are yeah. we predicting, rolling it up and kind of seeing where you kind of budget to be. Forecasting allows for more um, of those kind of initiatives to help focus your company on their specific goals. And it doesn't have to be as per se accurate. It can rely more on kind of a trend and if you're a little off you're a little off but you're heading in the right direction so let's let's talk about these metrics of um let's just use a um let's use an operating income our, our net operating income metric and let's say we're we're traditionally well below the median would we want to look at this like okay well how do we how do we get from where we're at now to the median, I mean, how many years is that going to take? Is that like three, four years that it might take us to get there? Because it doesn't just magically happen overnight. Or, you know, so how does that forecast fit in with, all right, you talked about 18 months to maybe 24 months of projecting forward, but we have like a four or five year goal. Is, 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 does forecasting work with that? Yeah. Um, things just don't magically you know, change over, right. over time. So it, it does take time, but looking at it quarterly helps make sure that you're on that same and the right path. Because um, like you said, with like net operating um, targets, there's different ways you can try to maneuver and or um, exercise different plans. And, you know, a year may go by and you realize that that plan did not work. Yeah, um, right. But you can at least analyze and keep updating from there. So would it be reasonably accurate to say that, uh, you know, businesses, you know, we're, and we're not, that's not today's topic, but should be looking at like longer term financial plans of where do they want to be four or five years from now? And then a forecast is that intermediate step of how do we get from where we're at today to that target of four or five years from now? That's a perfect way to uh, explain that. Yeah. yeah, I think it's good to kind of have an ideal f financial statement um, that reflects your strategic goals, and forecasting will help in that intermediate Get there. way. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you you talked about um, businesses staying on track, and you know, and we're going to bring in, in order to meet their financial goal, we're going to bring this KPI, uh, these key performance indicator discussion back here again. And how how does the how does forecasting help with this? I mean, you you kind of mentioned about the analysis that you do and that. So can you talk more about what that, you know, how that helps us of, you know, of uh, that c continual analysis of our results? 
Yeah, and so it's 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 part of the process too that we're dealing with um, our current clients that are uh, working on the financial forecasting. It's just an ongoing, continual update. So each quarter, you know, we'll get the uh, financial information, and we will. Uh, look at it compared to what we kind of forecasted for that quarter and we'll kind of look for any larger anomalies Um, and then we'll talk with the client on that we want to analyze um, our actual versus our projected and see where we're off and if this was let's say a one-off expense that future quarters won't have to deal with or maybe is this the start of a new industry trend so is the the analysis part um, kind of the the crux of why forecasting can be so important to a business as they continually are evolving? And uh, would that be accurate to say? Yes, um, a good way to think about it is the plan, do, study, act. Um, you know, determine the plan, implement slash do the plan, study the results, and act upon those. I'm a big sports kind of person. Um, sometimes the scoreboard or the stat sheets aren't very fun to look at. Sometimes they are, not always. <laughs> but, um, you know, it keeps a track of where you're at and where you want to be and do we have to make any adjustments. So, yes, analyzing is a huge part to forecasting. So it sounds like this is a, kind of a never-ending. It's, it's this plan, do, study, act uh, is because once you get to the act, you know, you're going to then plan the changes and you're going to just, it's just going to continually evolve. Is that, is that true? That is true. And um, one thing that is, you know, nicer about it is there's usually a lot more upfront work to kind of get everything because you really have to start thinking about your business as a whole, um, trends, industry. But once you kind of get the first handful of quarters in and understood any other slight changes or initiatives that you put in there doesn't take as much time and Mm -hmm. you can analyze it a little bit quicker because you kind of know what key performance indicators are important to your industry or your company based on your goals yeah excellent okay so nate what what should a company or a business owner do if they want to hear more about financial forecasting you can give us a call at cds and or you could email bill or myself going through our cdscpa.com website we want to work with you to help best understand you know your needs and best determine your financial forecast okay well very good thanks nate for your time today and that will conclude our podcast for today thanks for listening to this podcast episode of life and advice from inside cds we hope you gain some valuable insights and information on forecasting the podcast is brought to you by the cpas and trusted advisors inside the accounting firm of cds 